Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now. Welcome to the 60-second episode of the 5 Questions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Shaw-Bell. My goal is to create the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the actor best known for portraying C-3PO in the Star Wars saga, Anthony Daniels. Born in Salisbury, Wilshire, England, Anthony studied law for two years at a university before dropping out to pursue amateur dramatics at Rose Bradford College. Upon graduating in 1974, he worked at BBC Radio and for the National Theatre of Great Britain. During his time there, he was invited to meet George Lucas, who was casting for Star Wars. Anthony got the part of C-3PO and has played the character in more Star Wars movies than any other actor. His Star Wars journey spans 40 years, and his perspectives, insights, and stories are captured in his new book, I Am C-3PO. I'm a big Star Wars fan, so I was excited to speak with Anthony right before seeing the new Rise of Skywalker film. I attempted to get some insider information from Anthony, but to no surprise, he wouldn't tell me anything. So instead, I asked him about his experiences over the past several decades, what he's learned, and how he connects to the legendary character he portrays on film. You dropped out of law school to pursue a now legendary career in entertainment. Why did you decide to make this career switch, especially when lawyers on average have more job security and higher pay than entertainers? I'm not fond of the phrase dropped out. It it sounds uh, sort of a a loser thing. Um, I made a choice that I should have had the bravery to make earlier in my life because the only thing I ever wanted to do, needed to do, was to be an actor. But quite rightly, you know, my parents thought I should pursue other ideas, other careers, as you suggest, that would make money. My soul took over, finally. Uh, I realized there was no point, no real way of carrying on unless I did what I needed to do. You originally turned down a meeting with George Lucas, who was casting for Star Wars. Why did you turn it down, then reconsider, and how did that meeting change you personally and professionally? Having spent three years at drama school learning to be pretty much a stage actor and so on, I felt it was not appropriate. Uh, Possibly I thought it was beneath me in my stupidity and my naivety to take a role where I would be completely invisible as a human being, where I would be pretending to be a machine. What changed my mind was Ralph McQuarrie's painting a concept painting that showed a a character that possibly had more human emotion written in his face than some of the human actors. And how did the meeting change you personally and professionally? I was encouraged forcibly to meet George Lucas, and that meeting changed my life. You'll never know where your life is going to go otherwise, but in this case, I jumped on a bandwagon, if you will, without quite knowing where it was going. But meeting such a remarkable man, seeing such a, a 
remarkable piece of two-dimensional art, reading a remarkable script in which George had written a remarkable character, how could I say no? That choice of saying yes has taken me around the planet many, many times, given me friends that I have never met and hope to gradually meet the fans over the years to come. And to that experience is that whereas maybe I haven't played Hamlet or uh, or King Lear, but I have had extraordinary experiences of being on The Muppet Show, <laughs> Sesame Street, the Donnie and Marie Osmond Show, the Academy Awards, all sorts of strange uh, events that have cheered me on the way. C-3PO is a robot but displays human qualities. How are you like the character you play on the screen and why do you think he resonates with so many people? I think 3PO resonates with, with many, many people because uh, he does have overt human qualities, qualities not normally attributed to a machine. He is allowed in, in the scripts that he's been given, that have been written for me, to show emotions that if a human were to do that, they would be slightly overblown, slightly embarrassing. They'd be emotions that we're taught to hide as adults. And 3PO, I think, speaks very clearly. I have learned through talking to fans. He speaks very clearly to those those amongst us who find it uneasy to be in human society, who are not comfortable being with people who have to really work hard to to read the uh, the unspoken messages and the way people communicate with each other. He he's given comfort to people who who feel lonely or slightly ill at ease or who have been bullied in some way. And I have enjoyed that hearing about it as an aspect of something I never thought to receive from having given a performance. As for what we share, I don't know. I hope above all a sense of loyalty. I think Without loyalty uh, to our fellow humans, we would all feel a bit lonely. What was your hardest moment as a performer that tested you and made you a stronger person? And what can we learn from that experience? Being in the original Star Wars film and what happened subsequently um, was not a comfortable experience in, in both physically and, and emotionally. And the choice came, would I choose to be in the second film? Empire Strikes Back. After some thought, I realized it was a kind of obligation, a duty, something that was a job, and as an actor, it's a job, but also I'd become very fond of the character and didn't feel able to abandon him. But that took tenacity to carry on. And what's your best piece of career advice? Probably to be very clear what is your goal, to know where you're heading. And that doesn't doesn't mean you, you can't change your goal at some point, but you need to have thought it out and you need to pursue it. But at the same time, keep an own open mind. Don't flip-flop, but pursue your goal, whatever it is. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Anthony. To follow his journey, you can read his book, IMC3PO, and find him on Instagram and Twitter where he shares his travels, live appearances, droid dispatches, and encounters with friends. We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. 
head over to danshawbell.com slash review now.